Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one McCrispy, so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. All right, get ready. Oh, God. Get ready. (laughs) Get ready to spill it. Oh, my goodness. Um, Uh, My husband and I, we... No, I (laughs) Well, hello, everyone. Uh, You are listening to The Three Questions uh, with Andy Richter. I am, as always, Andy Richter, and I am really excited to have one of the funniest people on the planet... Maria Bamford here today. Oh, thank you so much for having me, and I I will try to uh, leap to to that estimation of myself. My my God. Well, uh, I d- I didn't mean to put the pressure on. No. Wait, let me redo it. Okay, yeah. A moderately funny woman. No. Maria perfect. Bamford. This is perfect. <laughs> Lower the yes, bar. Yes, yes. She's all right. No, no, no. Yeah. You know yeah. this this. This, uh, you know, this conversation won't be awful. I thought I was that her sister was funnier. Ooh, <laughs> and she's a pathologist. <laughs> is your sister funny? Uh, she is really funny. I know. She's yeah. very funny and she's extroverted, which is even more uh, uh, frustrating, frustrating to you. Yeah, what the I, fuck? Yeah. Yeah. God damn it. I had to. Yeah, because that's why I got into comedy is so that I could. But now we are, conf- if ever we're somewhere and somebody doesn't know who the comedian is, they always think it's her. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, yes. Wow. Yes. And then here she has all these, and then she has all these fucking real world skills. Oh, yes. That's irritating. Yes. And four beautiful children and a Ugh. loving husband. And uh, anyways, she's- I, a, You know what? And, Fuck and her. <laughs> what an asshole. No, she's a lovely, she's an extremely lovely person. I've, and I am the dark spirit. I've always felt that way like about John Hamm. <sighs> Is like handsome, good actor. And then also like pretty funny and super nice. And then like I played in like charity baseball games. Like a fucking amazing athlete. Just like- <laughs> Enough, John Ham. <laughs> Fucking leave some for the rest of us, John Ham. Those uh, last name is Ham. <laughs> <laughs> and that's something we can take him to task for. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> uh, I mean, I do. Uh, he is a lovely person. No, he's a lovely I love, person. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Yes, exactly. So, how are you? How's your new year going? Uh, it's going great. Uh, let me see. Uh, I'm trying to learn to meditate. Uh, yeah. You know how that is where you, you notice the cool uh, coolness in your nostrils and then it comes out and it's hot. The air is hotter. Yeah. Is anybody doing this? Anyways, <laughs> it's insane how do time you, passes so slowly. Do you, are you doing well? Because I have tried to, and I just feel like I never feel like I'm getting any kind of spiritual, emotional, physical benefit. I just feel like, well, I sat there quiet for a while. Yeah. You know, and I, I could have 
I could have been in front of the TV or looking at my phone or doing a crossword, you know, like, yep. I don't, I, it's never grabbed me. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 And I don't, yeah, I, I'm only doing it. Uh, my hubby's doing it and it has changed his, uh, behavior. He's been like, like uh, he, he gets super anxious about stuff. And so he started meditating twice a day for 20 minutes and man, it has really, Wow. Oh, oh, really? Yeah. So I'm like, oh, man, uh, maybe I could get in on, on this. Can I horn in? Yeah, yeah. On this. Uh, <laughs> give me some of that. <laughs> give, give me some of that. <laughs> you uh, got plenty. You got plenty. That peace of mind. <laughs> <laughs> now, is there is there a methodology involved? Uh, or is I'm, it just kind of like watch your breathing and be now? And I'm doing a, uh, an app, uh, 10% Happier, with Dan Harris, the guy who uh, had a panic attack on live television. Uh, we, d- I don't heard, know about this He's fellow. a Good Morning America, I believe, and he uh, was taking cocaine at the time. So that's gonna yeah yeah that's gonna keep you high and tight yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> panic attack on cocaine <laughs> what <laughs> but he started meditating as a result of that and uh, so now he does this whole ten um, percent happier app and uh, it's 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 lovely because it's it's always a different meditation mm-hmm. and that helps uh, keep me interested so you listen to it and then you it just sort of you know yeah, yeah. Hmm. I I think it is. I think it helps. If it doesn't, what have I lost, really? What have I? <laughs> right, right, except, exactly. Uh, I mean, come on. The planet's on fire. What yeah, the fuck? Who yes. cares? Yeah. Now, oh. is that the one your husband uses, too? Uh, no. He is doing a transcendental meditation TM, oh. which you go there, you bring him three pieces of fruit, and it's- What? Yeah. Do you know this? No. A lot of people, okay. Uh, three pieces of fruit? Can it be any kind of fruit? It can be any kind of fruit. I would fuck with them and bring a tomato. <laughs> like, it's a fruit. Well, it's interesting. They only took the ba- the pear and the banana. They refused the apple that he brought. And I thought that's, you know, because apples, I guess, are ubiquitous. You kind of, you're not as interested in apple. Anyways. Wait, what? Yeah, what? why bring them fruit? It's Is it just a scam? To get, <laughs> do they have a fruit, do they have a street side fruit salad business? I don't totally I don't totally understand it, but I think what's happening is uh, it's something, so you feel like you're doing something important. You know, that if you go out of your way to do something, then you'll go, oh, I I really made an effort. I brought that fruit. Remember how I brought oh, that fruit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not something that you're just paying for. I see. Throwing money at your, you brought fruit. Right. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Come on. I'm, I'm, in, I'm, I'm into this now. Uh, this is embarrassing. I'm invested. Now, he just brings fruit the first time? No, just first time. And then you you learn how to do it, I guess. You get your mantra. And then it, they say how it's not uh, religious, uh, That uh, which I think was why he was on board with it. Neither of us are. Uh, we're both atheists. Yeah. And so, uh, but there is science that says that meditation is helpful. Yeah, I know. So I'm down, I'm down for science. And we all know that. Have we all uh, realized that the arts aren't going to do anything to change anything in society? Am I, is everybody on the same page with that? Anyways, I what? think we, you we need to start multitasking. You obviously haven't seen Joker. <laughs> because it's important. It, has, it, it made me aware that we live in a society. I know I've got to start doing stuff. Bes- you know, just besides doing comedy, I'm going to start 
cleaning glasses, uh-huh. uh, making, you know, just business calls. You know, I'll, I'll be on hold with AT&T with you throughout my show. Yes. Uh, so <laughs> let's get things, other things done. I know. I, I, <laughs> laughs I have aren't this, enough. <laughs> I honestly, and especially too, like as I get older, I just feel like it, 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 there are times when I do feel like, yeah, I guess I could write a pilot, but mm, look, check the TV. There's a million fucking shows that'd be like, I'm going to make a sandwich. Yeah, there's a million. Say, like, it's kind of like, I, so I sometimes I do feel like, yeah, I might as well just make a sandwich or or make a meal for people or, you know, or build a chair or something. I mean, it's it, it, in terms of like what it does for me and what it does for the world, I do feel like. Yeah, a, a nice chair that people can sit in is probably as valuable as like me doing a sitcom where I'm like an angry weatherman, you know, yeah, or yeah. or whatever. You know, I mean, it is, I do think yeah, it is. I mean, that isn't, you know, the arts are fun and they I guess they do sort of they're valuable in a way that they make life more livable. Yeah, you know? no, I love I mean, I love show business and yeah. I love uh, creative stuff, I man. I do. I, I think it does make life uh, worth living, and also it, it can't. I mean, it can change change things. Like in terms of uh, it, people have uh, uh, when you see it. Well, I think with the inclusivity of the entertainment now, mm-hmm. you know, when you can see your own experience on, you know, that is super empowering. Yes, yes, um, oh, absolutely. Like, like you know, I mean, it was more sort of like a personal thing, but like. Ellen DeGeneres in her show coming out and coming out in life. Hugely, yeah. hugely important yes. thing. You know? Yes. And the kind of representation that trans people are getting now in entertainment, you know, that's just becoming more and more hugely important. You yes. know? Yes. I mean, it's easy for me to sit here as a big dumb white guy, <laughs> be like, Dad, art don't matter. Big deal. <laughs> You know, I don't care. I run things. <laughs> you know, uh, well, yeah. you're not. You're more of a cream. You're not a white. That's <laughs> uh, true. That's true. <laughs> no, but yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, and I think that is my. Uh, but I, I always have to feel bad about something. I don't know if this is a midwestern thing. Yeah, but yeah. I've got to feel. Uh, you know, uh, be doing something more than uh, clean up. Clean mm-hmm. up. You know, if I can. Swab the decks of the right, stage right. I'm on, or you know, do something else right. while, yeah. So uh, and also not 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 get too big for your britches. Oh no, oh, no, yeah, yeah. no, no. <laughs> <laughs> what did uh, yeah? I'm trying to. I, I had to ask my my. my I, I got an article in the New York Times, and my mom. Um, anyways, I had to ask her, Mom, can you say specific, just repeat after me? I am proud of you. Oh, well, honey, I wouldn't, I didn't think you'd need that. <laughs> okay, well, I am proud of you. I am proud of you. Is that good? Do I say it louder? <laughs> Do I have to mean it? Yeah. <laughs> no, I thought it was good. Did you know that your sister? Uh, what is oh, she doing she now? Oh, she is funny. <laughs> oh, she's funny. <laughs> <laughs> and she is. Oh. All right. Well, let's. I mean, you know, yes. this. Uh, the, uh, 
you know, the first question that we ask here is, where do you come from? That's the, you know, this is a three question. So yes. you're talking about your folks. Uh, you you were, a, your dad was in the Navy, right? Yes. He was in the Navy for, uh, uh, I think, two or three years during uh, the Vietnam situation. But he actually was in a submarine uh, off the coast of Wales. So uh, <laughs> really a lot yeah, of PTSD yeah. there. Because the uh, Viet Cong at any moment. Yeah. <laughs> We're about to, you know, about to strike. But he still keeps, a, you know, his lips zipped. I'll be like, what happened, Dad, on the submarine? <clears throat> well, I was going to tell you, there's a lot of STDs. <laughs> oh, guys would get off the, off the ship and then. Uh, yeah, chasing that Welsh tail. <laughs> that filthy Welsh tail. Now, he was a doctor, right? Yeah, he's a, a doctor. He's a dermatologist. And now he's a. a dermatologist on a submarine. No, ridiculous. Yeah. No, no. So it, he wasn't a dermatologist at the time. I think he was oh, like, still in the uh, in the midst of training. But uh, yeah, so I was born in Port Wainimi uh, near Los Angeles. And then they moved to Florida, then moved to Duluth, where I grew up from the age of three until uh, 19 or something. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so I... Th- 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 I'm grateful that there was no, there was not a lot of pressure for greatness in growing up. You know, it was like, yeah. well, that's pretty good. Do you want to do this other thing too? You, know, you can play the violin poorly, but have you ever thought of running track? Not very well. No, everyone gets to participate, which is is yeah, yeah. so good. Like right, I, right, I'm right. grateful that I had that. There wasn't some sort of. Uh, I think and my dad. My dad still uh, will, will do that. He just joined a choir. <laughs> yeah, I can't sing. So they put me next to this guy who they said was pretty good. This guy doesn't know the words. So we're just opening our mouths, you know, every once in a while to make it look good. Anyway, if you want to see us in concert, you got to buy a ticket. <laughs> Better get online. They sell out. <laughs> <laughs> Which uh, sometimes I, I I I don't know if it's just getting older or if it is the act, uh, the uh, the internet, but just like the feeling of like in order to participate, you have to be you have to be great, yeah, you know, or or you have to want to be good at something like oh I, yeah yeah like can I you know still not be so good at cooking mm-hmm. you know and and people will still come over. Yeah. Like, yeah, I had a friend who was like, I'd have people over and order pizza. And she's like, Maria, the pizza you order, it's, I mean, there's better pizza in Los Angeles. And I was like, yeah, well, why don't you fucking order it? Like, (laughs) yeah, yeah. Like, have me over to your place. Yeah. You're from Wisconsin, jackass. Like, how dare you? (laughs) So it's Jackiecation. It certainly is. (laughs) Certainly is. I knew it. (laughs) Fucking Cation. (laughs) Fucking highbrow (laughs) Cation. And and that I think is just, and I think I've, I I see that because I've become that too. Like it used to be, uh, where I was growing up, you know, you'd just be like, you'd only be, t- be disappointed if there, if there was less cheese on something. You know, <laughs> right, you'd be exactly. Like, oh, oh my god, it's crazy now. How like to go back to Chicago, and I just can't eat anything. Mm-hmm. It's like, and I mean, you know, like I, I I'm not exactly like a paragon of health. You know, <laughs> I'm certainly not a fitness model. Yeah. but it's still I go back there and it's like. Take it easy, <laughs> Chicago. Like it's all these fucking Fred Flintstone meals, and 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 it really is true. Like the, the arguments about pizza now, Chicago pizza is obscene. It's obscene. It's just like 
like it's really you. It's like if you went to the store and got a block of Tillamook, yeah. and then just ate it like a fucking candy bar. Have you tried it with the crust stuff with human flesh? Oh God! Oh, you really got to try oh, that. Oh boy, it's great. Yeah, it's. Uh, have you tried the hair topping? Oh, it's no, amazing. No, this is well. Not I do like that. That. Um, you know, and that food doesn't always have to be. I remember I went on a, on a like a, a some goofy spirituality retreat back back when I believed in something, uh, in Minnesota, and they had um, Otis Spunkmeyer muffins, uh-huh. uh, where you know wrapped individually as you get at the gas station, and everyone was just delighted and grateful at this. You know, whereas like, L- you know, just this, the standards of bigger L.A. and New York is just like you start getting these highfalutin ideas of what food I should know. be. I know. Yeah, but that I got to disagree. Oh, those are terrible. Well, first of all, what, what a terrible name. Spunk Meyer. They have 800 calories a piece. That means you're going to make it through the winter. I know. <laughs> but it's like Spunk Meyer might as well be called Jizzstein. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> and those are terrible. Uh, and that, uh, you know, I do have like a little bit of quality <laughs> control. Yeah. I mean, it's like, yeah, I mean, come on. It's not going to eat garbage. But uh, now, were your, are your folks Midwestern <laughs> yes. initial there? Are they from Minnesota? Well, my mom is uh, from Marquette, Minnesota. Or Mar- Marquette, Michigan, sorry. And so uh, you're from Grand Rapids, right? Uh, I was born in Grand, Grand Rapids, Rapids okay. but I grew up in Illinois. Illinois. Okay. Yeah, okay. we left Grand my, – my dad was uh, – it was his first teaching – he's a was a college professor. He's retired now. But uh, his first uh, position was at Grand Valley State in Grand Rapids, and I was born there. But we were gone oh, okay. when I was like 18 months. And then we moved to Bloomington where he <gasps> – Taught at IU, Bloomington, Indiana. I love Bloomington. Yeah, and that's there's a nice comedy club there oh, now too. God, yeah, yeah. Yes. And uh, no, it's a beautiful town. It's yes. really that was kind of. And then when my folks divorced, when they or when my folks divorced when uh, I was four, uh, we moved back to my grandparents' house in Illinois. So I grew oh, up in Illinois, oh. out about seventy miles west of Chicago. Oh, okay, okay. So similar, so but honestly, they're yeah. all the same. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't. If you grow up in Wisconsin, if you yeah. grow up in Minnesota, it's all, if you grew up in a fairly rural kind of, you know, or suburban rural. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty similar. It's pretty similar. Although the internet has made things like, you know, where I'd, things weren't accessible to me as a, as a kid. Now, you know, there's just much more access to things like you can, I don't know. I think I think things have changed with the, oh, the yeah. internet. But uh, have you ever thought of moving back to Illinois? This is my personal. I sometimes do. I sometimes do. Um there, there, <laughs> there are barriers that I don't want to talk about. No, of course. Uh, because that I would, that I, you know, when we're finished, I'll tell you like basically why. Because I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. Um, but I mean, but it, the idea of living back in Chicago, like if I could, you know, if I was, if my career were self-sustaining, where yes. I could live there. Uh, I would and, love to. And I would you don't, love to. And you don't feel like your career is self-sustaining because I not, no, and I mean not in terms of like I couldn't live in Chicago and, and make the living that I do right, now. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 like, yeah. And so what that means – I just mean like – I mean the Conan show won't go on forever right. and, I, and I don't think I can retire when, when – I mean it depends. He needs a lot. So he may be on until like he – 
he actually literally dies. Well, and you become a caregiver, which right, is many right, people exactly. are in that position. That could be it. That could be. He, I would wheel him out. I would announce his name and then wheel him out. Oh, you got to flip yeah. and turn and powder. Right, right. Exactly. Powder and flip and turn. And then as I like, as as he's doing the monologue, I like will come on and just discreetly <laughs> wipe the drool off his chin. Oh, no, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Pat, pat, pat yep. with a wet washcloth. He'll do the string dance and then like <laughs> you'll hear a hip crack. <laughs> Oh, shit. He broke his hip again. That is so interesting because I have total fantasies of moving. But my husband and I, we've tried to live our fantasy. We we, uh, rented an Airbnb in my hometown of Duluth, Minnesota, and thought, okay, let's see. What would it be like? For how long? Two weeks. Oh, wow. But but we just just see see what it's like. Yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah, I got so depressed. (gasps) And I don't know if it's a— I think, yeah, I think just it, nostalgia, <laughs> childhood memories. I, I just, uh, yeah, I had a terrible uh, depression when I was a kid, so I just, yeah. I, I don't have the best. Um, I'm also not very good in a small environment yeah. where people, they. I love show business. I love, I love sort of the even if it's false, even if it's false, the charm and pleasantness of people. Thank you. Yes. Thank you, Shobit. Like, I love any Phonies. Ki- yeah. Well, no, but, yeah, yeah. but kindness and smiles. Yeah, like, yeah. Whereas, like, you get get into a smaller town, people get to know, and they're like, oh, well, I saw you. Well, I mean, I wish I could like you, but I just don't. So yeah, I'm not yeah. going to make a face when I see you. Yeah. Hey, how are you? Whereas... L.A., everybody, you know, everybody kind of keeps it pumped up. Like, Mm -hmm. how are you? Hey, how's everything going? You're fantastic. You're a genius. (laughs) Anyways, I can't quite remember your name, but I'll see you in 10 years. But I am such a fan. Yeah. (laughs) Of whatever it is. Whatever it is you're doing. Oh, boy. Oh, God, do I love what you do. Yeah. I wish I could. I know, like a minute from now, I won't remember any of this. But God, I wish I could. Are you my mother? <laughs> um, <laughs> I do. There's something very comforting to me about that. Where uh, I just, yeah, I think that is something about uh, living in a smaller town yeah. where you can't avoid uh, true intimacy. Mm-hmm. Where people yeah. see you on the regs and they're like, "Yeah, I'm not impressed." Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, I remember. I remember. Uh, you know that uh, John Cougar Mellencamp song. I was born in a small town. Yes, yes. And uh, it was on in the car. I was in high school. It was like when that song was on the radio, new. And that uh, gets to the part where he says something. And uh, people in the small town let me be who I want to be, or something like that. And my mom was in the car, and she went, "Bullshit." <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. yes, yeah. so true. No, well, they let you be. They let you be who they want you to be. Usually, yeah, yeah for yeah. the most part. You yeah, know. real disappointment. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, wow. Well, that's interesting. Well, look at you. You sure are dressed fun. Yeah. yeah. So, are you still doing that thing you do in LA? That's so self-serving and. <laughs> Yeah, because your mother lives here, and oh, she might well. she might need your help every mm. once in a while. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Turns like, yeah, no, I mean, and and when I say that, I don't mean to, total false, falseness of L.A., because I don't think it is falseness. I think that people are excited to live here, and that there's this 
it, you don't see human beings that often mm-hmm. face to face. So there is a genuine joy in yes. seeing someone you recognize. Yes. Uh, even if you can't remember their name. Yes. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Want to connect with a family member who doesn't speak your language? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning through an intuitive process. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. And with a lifetime membership, you have access to all 25 offered languages. Get started today. Visit rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 to get 50% off your lifetime membership now. That's rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 for 50% off. They say plants like music. Yeah, no, like really, they, they respond to the vibrations of it, which means that this playlist you're listening to, the plants are too. You know what else plants like? Organic soil from miracle Grow. It's made with all the best stuff like wood fiber and compost. Plus, it's OMRI certified organic, which officially means it's made with superior ingredients. And when you give your plants the stuff that makes them happy, they won't judge you on your iffy playlist. Hear that, plants? So go ahead and give them miracle Grow. Can't you tell my loves are growing? I mean, you had a fairly complicated childhood with a lot of, you know. In my brain. I, yeah. I, I've been gifted with the mental health issue of, uh, yeah, I don't, I think I had a very lovely childhood from what I've seen in pictures. Yeah. Uh, everything was very good. Yeah. Um, my parents loving. Uh, they did, every, you know, I had a, a Minnesota, Northern Minnesota, a uh, very good school system. Um, my parents Upper middle class, uh, if not, I think I, th- I. I wonder if they were wealthy. I think they may have been. Although yeah. my dad kept the thermostat at fifty degrees at all times. Right, right. Well, it's Minnesota. <clears throat> Wear a sweater. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, so. I bought you that sweater. You might as well wear it. <laughs> oh, you're shivering. Oh, why don't you cuddle your sister? <laughs> all right. So, but I, I, yeah, I realize now, but I think for for whatever reason, I, I started to get uh, symptoms of OCD and sort of bipolar things. At what I, age does all this? nine or ten. Wow. I started being able not, I couldn't sleep at night and uh, uh, was fearful. I had the type of OCD where it's a... Uh, uh, intrusive thoughts, if you've heard of that. Uh, mm-hmm. Not everybody's ever heard of it, so sometimes you get freaked out. Uh, Brooke Shields talks about it in her – she had <laughs> postpartum depression. If it's Brooke Shields, it's okay, right? It's right, safe. Right, right, right. She wears jeans. Um, right. So, but – But she was creating a life. Yeah. <laughs> You were just, you know. No, I was just schlepping just around as a nine-year-old. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, – Sometimes people get fears of harming someone they love. I had fears of harming my family, um, and uh, so oh I, I'd gosh. stay up all night. Yeah, uh, and and it's 
it's kind of like just the thing of fear of being um, like dirty, like people who wash themselves over and over again, mm-hmm. except if it's for your thoughts. So you have a weird thought like, oh, my God, the dog's butt looks sexy. And then you go, oh, my God, what did I do? Did I just, what, what does that mean about me? And then most people would just go, that's weird that I thought of that. Huh. Right, right. Uh, that's gross. Right. And then they but think the about dog's something. butt is pretty sexy. <laughs> I mean, on. come on. Let's be honest. Um, but, uh, and then the uh, compulsion comes with trying to get that thought to go away. I see. And so you do whatever you can with that starting to isolate from other people to make the thought go away. And it's, it's uh, yeah, it's just a different mental health issue. It's uh, no different from psychosis or something else. But it's, it, it isn't psychosis, but uh, it can be along those lines of feeling like, Something a thought is coming into your head that you can't mm-hmm. control. And are you the only person in your family that has this kind of as issue? As far as I know, yeah. though, I would love it if someone would come forward. My God, right, right. It is interesting. You, I, I do feel like you talk to people for any amount of time. You know, even the most normal appearing person, and they'll be like, "Yeah, I just, I don't, I don't like ice. I can't tell you why, um, but I just, I don't want to be anywhere near ice." It, like you'll be like. Oh, can we let's dive deep into that? And, and yeah, yeah. People have stuff in yeah. their in their heads that are it's just taboo to to talk about it. And um, uh, but then I, I eventually when I was thirty five, I finally went to an OCD therapist. <laughs> wow. Well, uh, when, when you're that long. when you're when you're nine and the stuff starts happening, do you talk to your parents I about did. it? I told my parents everything. Yeah, and my my mom thought I was gay. And she thought somehow that meant that I was gay, which I was like, right on. Right, and I was like, all right. And then they sent me. a So she told you at nine, ah, you're probably a lesbian. Yeah, because wow. I think it was just it was so outside of her wheelhouse of right. whatever my thoughts were. So. Uh, and so then they sent me to a, a, a Christian therapist uh, who gave me some very disturbing material. Um, wow. If you've ever read the book, uh, Hind's Feet in High Places, wow, uh, what a bummer. Uh, if you're already feeling bad, it's about this elf that has this seed in its heart that burns in his heart. And he has to go on this trip by himself through this mountain. It's awful. Anyways, I go to see <laughs> her... Every that week. sounds like a hallucination. It was awful. Heinz feet? feet in high places. H e i n z. Yeah, Heinz feet. H i n d s. Heinz feet in high places. Anyways, wow. so anyways, she was a lovely person, former Catholic nun. Then she had married a priest and got out of it, but she was still in the Christian game. And she would uh, let me sleep on her couch for an hour every day, every week. And uh, that that was therapeutic in itself. Right. And I think therapeutic that my parents went for any sort of help at all. Right, right. So I'm it's an easy I'll, paycheck for that nun. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I'm an I'm an advocate for shitty help. Like get yourself whatever free shitty ass help mm-hmm. you can get because even this crappy stuff can be helpful in that you get a few laughs. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and I also think like even even like the garbage TV therapy of like, you know, the sort of like – and it's very – you know, like Dr. Phil is it, – it's, it's exploitative and it, mostly it does – you know, the point of that kind of show does seem to be – you get to feel superior yes. and identify with the guy that's yelling at somebody oh. for being a fuck up. <laughs> at least, though, it is people talking in a th- in somewhat of a therapeutic manner. So, yes, you know something's what I mean. In at, there, yeah, in between his wife's ads for lingerie <laughs> and kitten <laughs> right, meals. right, right. <laughs> it is people tr- 
talking about psychological, interpersonal issues and seeking a solution. Yeah. yeah. And being more open about, oh, this is a genuine issue or – but, yeah, the part where – and that that's when – yeah, I have a problem with the where it's like trying to find people help while being televised. Like that seems to be the only way we have social yeah, services yeah, anymore. Yeah, yeah. Is like, you know, and Jackie Cation, my dear friend, has a wonderful joke. Uh, hey, why don't we not film it? Why don't we yeah. just burn yeah. that house down filled with uh, old transistor radios and give them a new place and uh, start from scratch? <laughs> right, right. Like, let's not. But if that's a way to find help and keep people out of isolation, it's it's better than nothing yeah. uh, on some level. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah, but it, it would be better if we had actual help. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so is that the only therapy you had then as a kid was uh, just that? And yes, yeah. And then eventually— And there was no medication or no, anything really at that time? No medication. Yeah, I yeah. didn't get on meds until I was uh, around uh, 20. I went— through a um, outpatient treatment program for uh, eating disorder. Mm-hmm. What a white woman! <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. It's so crazy how it oh, happened. Wow, um, I don't understand those. It's so simple to eat. There's food. You put it in your mouth. You eat it. What's the big deal? Have you ever thought about self control? <laughs> hey, you know what? Maybe just don't. Maybe. If I stop eating sugar and white flour, will I ever be able to stop talking about it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you did. So it was like a medication for yeah, medication for depression, and then I um, yeah, and then I I think about fifteen years into being on uh, SSRI, I around forty, I started to have some sort of major meltdown, and then I got on mood stabilizers, which I remain on to this day, eight years later, mm. uh, which has been life changing. Yeah, uh, like I, I definitely uh, uh, do not experience a lot of the the symptoms that I had before. That was sort of an ongoing thing. Um, what a relief it is. Yeah. I mean, because I've had, I mean, I've had depression, and I've had you know. Been on medication for probably twenty five years, and and it, you know, and with, with varying and varying medications because right. they stop being effective. Yes. And and uh, I've had issues with depression my entire life. And in my twenties, being in and living in Chicago, having no money, doing improv, and was just you know, like you said, free stuff uh, in in a in the. Classified ads. There was a. They were doing a, a, a test at the University of Illinois in Chicago. Uh, just you know, are you depressed? Come in, and you know you can be part of a test group. And uh, what it was was they uh, basically it was a. I think it was called Buspar. It was an anxiety Holy drug. Holy crap! Buspar. Yeah. Yeah, but heavy. it was like it, higher doses to see if it would help depression. Okay. And and I mean, my first experience with it, like when I first started, it was like. It was like having lived in the dark and somebody flipped a light switch, you know, and then it sort of, you know, the 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 effect of that sort of stabilizes. Yeah, but yeah. at first it was like, oh, my God, yeah. you know. And But I remember then friends of mine asking me, and then I, after that, then I, because that just ended, mm-hmm. like there's like a certain amount of time and they're like, well, and I'm like, yeah, it works great. And they're like, okay, well, you're done. And then I'm just out on the street oh. feeling miserable again. And in withdrawal, too. Yeah, yeah. Oh. So I uh, I ended up going to a sliding scale therapist who 
you know, actually, <laughs> the first thing she said was like, you know, I talked to you for five minutes and I realized you're clinically depressed and that 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 was, you know, them putting you on a experimental program was malpractice. <laughs> like uh -huh. they should never they should have just been like, no, no, you're you need real help, not mm. practice help, yeah. not there, you know, like theory in theory help or, you know, experimental help. So I started then on, I don't even remember, uh, maybe Zoloft or something. And um, I remember at the time friends of mine saying like, oh, well, are you going to have to be on it forever? And just feeling like, fuck you. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. like that's like, you know, if you're diabetic, nobody was like, nah, you're going to have to. Shoot insulin all the time, like yeah. forever. It kind like, of bumps us all out. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, you know. Yeah, yeah you. I, I, when we have our sugar parties and you can't <laughs> partake. Um, so yeah, so I've been on medication for a long, long time, and but it is like, like yeah, you got to, you know. It, it it's it's a fact of your life, you know, and it can be, and it's such I can't, I can't even imagine, you know, like because there have been times like when it stops working or I change and I and I or go away for the weekend and somehow I don't do this anymore, but yeah. like forget your medication right, and yes. go away for three or four days yes. on a trip or something, and then you're like, oh yeah, I mean, it, there's the withdrawal too, but then it's like, oh yeah, I can't do this, I can't function right without yeah. this stuff yes. yeah 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 yeah. I, yeah would you have you had uh side effects and experiences where it was made it difficult to work because like that that's the thing that i think people or I, I found really embarrassing is like to go into work and go uh guess what i got a tremor now oh that's oh no that's embarrassing or or my mouth is dry or anything yeah, like yeah. that where it's affected th that work experiences or no? Uh, no, I mean, no, not really. Not work, not work experiences. I did have to be, I'm going to be so fucking frank here. I was on, and this was years ago. Uh, I was on, I don't even, like I say, I don't even remember which ones because I just have terrible memory about specifics of things. But I was on one medication for years and it worked and everything. But I became a all of a sudden mm -hmm. became a terrible premature ejaculator. <laughs> like, and I just was like, "Oh, I guess my dick's broke." You know, like I just was like, "Oh, well, this is a you know." And yeah. you know, my my wife at the time was not thrilled with it. You know, and I was like, I have, you know, like looking up articles about premature ejaculation and stuff. And then at my shrink once, he was like, well, you know, it might be your medication. And then he, like, altered a little bit. And, you know, and I was back to being the fucking stud that I always yeah. was. Oh, God. It was, it was just it hammer, was anvil, <laughs> hammer, anvil, hammer, anvil. Yeah. But I, uh, you know, but it was, just, it was just crazy to me yeah. that, and especially that it was, like, literally years of being on this medication. And then all of a sudden... This little fun wrinkle gets thrown into the mix, you know? Yeah, it's just, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. Thanks, medicine. Thanks, yeah. science. Thanks, body. That's so how is high school if uh, you're when you're going through all school, this? High uh, school, you know, again, my, my, my parents were great. And so I think uh, I had moments of, oh, look at this little baby My dog. dog's here. She's here. Daisy's here. Daisy's here. Oh, she's a beautiful girl. Thank you. Um. I think in high school, I had moments of, because I, I, I was bipolar, I would kind of go through 
great efforts of, uh, or just a, yeah, hypomania of sort of like, uh, I'm going to run for office. I'm going to, I'm going to be in the cheerleader. I'm going to do this. And then, yeah. And um, <laughs> so, and my dad, he helped me. I, I did a Dale Carnegie training course, uh, How to Win Friends and Influence People. Right, 18-week right. course with a bunch of businessmen. 18 weeks? Yeah. Wow. In the basement of the library in Duluth, Minnesota. Right, right. A library shaped like right, an right, arbol. Right. And Well, um, I want let me just say, you are influencing me like crazy. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? You're, and I, I, we're friends now. Oh, that's <laughs> nice. You oh, won me. Oh, that's so nice. Um. Well, that th- that helped me because I, I wasn't very good at communicating with other oh, people yeah, yeah. and uh, or was very afraid. And so it gave me this whole format, much like stand-up. Like, I love stand-up. It's a format. You get up, you, you know— you know, point your eyeballs uh, to the back or maybe in somebody's face if you're not too scared. And, uh, yeah, th- there's a way to do it. Mm-hmm. And um, so th- that really helped me enormously. And, uh, yeah, I actually I read that you got the prom ki- – I got the prom queen, I think, res- well, as a result of Dale Carnegie. Like, wow. Just uh, getting people to say yes, yes, yes. And yeah, yeah. saying their names over and over again, Andy. <laughs> If I may say, Andy. And, I mean, I think we all, I mean, don't you want to be happy? I mean, you want to be happy, I sure do. Yes! I sure do. (laughs) Well, why wouldn't you want to? No. Anyways, it it helped me just uh, connect with people Mm -hmm. better. And so I think I'm very grateful that my parents uh, were... Trying. Trying. Yeah. Trying. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, because there wasn't medication at that time. and, And... yeah, but high school was okay. It was ups, ups and downs. Uh, Were you funny? Uh, well, apparently not. According to, I just got a Facebook uh, message from somebody from high school who said, literally, um, I don't thought your sister was funnier. And I'm like, now? N- now? Like, I've been holding this in for a long time, yeah, but it's time. Guess what? Yeah. I'm going to lay Get ready for the bam, Bamford. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I, th- I think I was maybe quieter uh, than my sister, but I like to think, uh, I like to think I was funny. Yeah. Mm. But I, I did love getting speeches. I love speeches. I loved, uh, yeah, being a benevolent figurehead of a high school group. I love doing that, but then, you know, the actual efforts of the job where you had to plan prom and cut out cardboard teardrops because we're going to do uh, Prince's Purple, purple rain. rain. We did Purple Rain, so we have purple teardrops. Uh, you got you to gotta glue stick those. with, And then that actual uh, work was less, less interesting to me. Let's just stop and notice that the song is Purple Rain, but you think of them as teardrops. <laughs> I want you, you know what, next session, let's talk about that. (laughs) I do. I I have a good therapist now, but but, but my psychiatrist, I love love her. She's, uh, but she is just close. She's close and she takes insurance. So that is why uh, I love her. Well, the person that that gives you the drugs is not as important as the person that you spill your guts to. But I have I've gone to like a more expensive uh, psychiatrist who was unbelievable. Yeah. Like he was more of a psychopharmacologist, and he was like, "So how is this affecting you in the day to day?" And would like really listen. Whereas my my current psychiatrist will be like, "So um, 
we'll we'll talk about how our kids came over to play uh, beer pong. I'll be like, what's going on in your home? Anyways, uh, just write the script. <laughs> um, I've had therapy sessions where in in LA where I've just we've just made calls to the insurance company. <gasps> Just because I, I can't do it by myself. Wow. And uh, so. Well, it, yeah. well, then if it's your choice, yeah, then that's Yeah, good. no, yeah, I yeah, can't yeah. Do, it's my choice, yeah, but it, it is funny, like, oh, my God, that this is the thing I'm doing with therapy is how to pay for therapy. Um, <laughs> but I, I don't know if you find this in LA. There's also the the sort of dream help. Like, people talk about, like, you know who you got to see? Okay, he's in Ojai, and it's only from 2 to 4 a.m. It's a remote helicopter pad. <laughs> Uh, maybe see if he can see you. Um, he takes uh, $20,000 as a down payment and like just insane <laughs> yes, p- p- yes. types of help where you're like, yeah, I'm not, I'm never going to do that. And they're like, oh, I guess you don't, I guess you don't really want to right, get better. Healing. Right. Mm, well, yeah. Yeah. I guess if you're, yeah, which, no, I've never, I've never had that with, although I do have, I did change psychiatrists uh, a couple of years ago because I had this psychiatrist who was kind of this groovy, hippie, you know, like older guy that, you know, like leather, like he's in his, you know, probably, you know, close to 70, but leather jacket and, (laughs) you know, and like, uh, you know, his, his office is just kind of like a, you know, like a bachelor hangout kind of place. Harley and, memorabilia. Yeah. And it just, and it was kind of, you know, like just, uh, here you go, here's your prescription. And then when, when the, I, my, my, the medications, my medication just stopped working, the one that I was on. And I understand I need to find a new shrink. And so I asked for recommendations and I found this new guy and I went in and like, it's like you said, this, it was just, the first thing he did was made me sit down and take like, a uh, or he sent it to me and it was like a multi-page like inventory mm. you know and so it's like hard data it's yeah. scientific yeah. and then and it's and he's just very specific and very involved and it was just like a night and day kind of thing it was a you know a huge huge difference yeah and i think i mean that that is a huge part of being of any sort of healthcare is really being yeah. there and taking Taking time and listening to someone, which my dad said as a dermatologist, that was half of his job was listening. Listening, sure. Like that people, um, you know, they've got the rash, but the reason the rash is so bad is because they're stressed because of something else. And they're, uh, yeah, that people need to be heard. And yeah, yeah, that that, that's such an important part of, uh, of healthcare. I, do you ever think of going back to school on trying to learn a different skill? Like, you know what? Sometimes I actually do think, and I mean, I don't know. I, I can't imagine ever doing it, but I do think about becoming a therapist. Right, right. You know, yeah, I do yeah. think about, I do think that like, that that would be, especially, I mean, it's, it's been my secondary activity. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. like, like just mental health and, and getting better and, and the, and the notion of some kind of progress emotionally and psychologically that I, you know, it is, it's, it's of interest to me. I mean, it's what this fucking podcast. Right, right, right. This right, is right, yeah, like yeah. the, re, this whole three questions thing is bullshit. Oh. I just wanted to trick people into having a therapy session. I love being tricked. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Welcome to it. <laughs> Ooh. Welcome to it. <laughs> the reveal. <laughs> That's a breakthrough right there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> No, but I, but no, I do think about that. Do you like? Is there something? That oh you yes, think, yeah? no, I constantly am looking for something else. I go. Yeah. I looked into library science. I worked at the public library for a while, thinking you know, volunteering just to see what it would like. Turns out, it's a it's a combination of information services as well as customer service. Uh, two things uh, that I'm not I'm, uh, I'm not very uh, good at. Right. And uh, you but just like quiet rooms. I love quiet rooms and I love to read. Yeah, Does anyone yeah. want to read with me? No, it is uh, mostly social social services. And yeah. um, well, now why why do you think you do that? Are you unhappy being a stand up, well, or is it just, just kind of a a malcontent vapor? You it's know? it's a it's also like a feeling like a freedom, like to go okay. I'm choosing to do this. Yeah. I'm not uh, – because I, I never want to be like a victim of the dream. Like, you know when sometimes people say, all I can do is act. You yeah. know, that's, yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. all I can do. Yeah, you could do something else. Right, yeah. right, right. <laughs> do you have hands? Right. Uh, Lots of actors have real estate licenses. Says, yeah, there's, yeah. A, there's a billion other things to do. And um, I've I, – I, I uh, I I know a little bit of QuickBooks. I could probably confuse your bookkeeper. Um, you know, I could. I, I there's plenty of things I could do. Um, so just to know that I'm I'm choosing it rather than um, yeah, yeah. I'm uh, some sort of like yeah. Uh, and and also I, I am curious like yeah. what other yeah, things yeah. are are like. Um, at one point, this is a lot many years ago, but I did. I did it, and when I say audition for the LAPD, uh, that sounds wrong. Um, but you can; they have open auditions. And um, <laughs> I went did in. You, did you dress up? Uh, did, you go, did you rent a cop costume? Yeah, I did. Oh my God, be great. And you still have it in the trunk of your car, just in case. <laughs> just in case. Yeah. For a commercial, quick commercial, <laughs> stopping. Um, I I got made it through the first two tests, or you met with them. I think. How long ago was this? This was. Probably 15 years ago, yeah. I just thought because they have three days on, three days off, and then you go through the academy and they pay for training and stuff. And I was like, oh, this might be better than temping, and yeah. it might be interesting. I could, you know, be talking to people and occasionally um, dodging bullets. Right. Uh, for I and forgot you, about that part. Right, and, and then you get to have a gun. Uh, and a badge. A gun that I, apparently someone thinks I know what to do with. Um, so, but then they had the third interview, which is when they do an FBI background check on and do mental health uh, records. Yeah. And I thought, you know, now I look back and I go, oh my God, I would have passed for flying colors. Like, <laughs> it seems like they take anybody. Right. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah, but I, I, yeah, I, 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 I like to look into different stuff. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think what other I think I, I did look into teaching um, for LA uh, USD and um, assistant taught in different grade levels yeah. and kids at any age are like a mad drunk crowd. Yeah. But for eight hours a day, yeah, where they yeah, are constantly yeah. heckling, heckling you with the truth. Yes. Um, well, your voice is stupid. <laughs> why do you? Why do you talk like a baby? I know. <laughs> You think I know? I don't know how. I don't know why. My sister has the same voice. Do your work. 
Is this Nandi? Are you? Is this just a restlessness? You think? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like to. I like to look into other stuff. Um, just because I think there is a lot of pressure in my head to to. Uh, I don't know in show business. I don't know if you feel that way of like. To to do better than you've done before oh, somehow. It's, it's never enough. Never enough. And, and I get tired. I also, there's just times where I'm like, <sighs> tired of being looked at, tired of being judged, tired of like just tired. And tired of kind of just like, like there is something that is really beautiful about making people laugh for a living. Yes. Like you are literally making people happy. Yes. There, yeah. You are eliciting the basic sort of indicator of happiness. Yes. And there's something really beautiful about that. But the, you can also become completely weighed down by the bullshit, by the phoniness, by the emptiness, by the just kind of crassness of it sometimes, you know? Yeah, and it, it doesn't it, – I mean, I think every job had has this – because I've worked in customer service too where it's like – you know, it's a constant barrage of people not being pleasant to you. Yeah, Every, yeah. And it, it's, everybody's it's, mad. Everybody's mad, and it's not. It isn't personal, but it feels so personal. Like I, but it, yeah, when you are uh, individual doing your own thing, it does feel personal. Like Maria Bamford, you're a uh, you know idiot, fucking bitch. Get the fuck off. You know you, you should stop doing. You know when it's written out like that, I yeah, go, yeah. oh. Oh wow! Like it's not just like I'm uh, working f- for Sabaro, the Italian eatery, mm-hmm. serving hot slices, and someone says, "Hey, I'm going to talk to your manager." Like he doesn't know my name. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk to my manager. Right, right. It'll be in at five. Right. <laughs> like, like enjoy your hot slice. Yeah. It's just been heated up after sitting for five hours. <laughs> now. Uh, in high school, do you have a, a career track that you're thinking of? No, I was terrified. Really? Just absolutely terrified. I had a terrible eating disorder that I had started to develop and was just ultimately horrified. I, I went to early admission to a school that I look back now and I go, God, I'm so, I apologize to my parents. Like, man, I should have just gone to a state school and uh, not wasted their money. What school was it? It was Bates College in Maine. Oh, sure. Um, they're uh, pleasant enough, yeah. tiny, tiny little liberal private, arts, liberal arts yeah. but very expensive and yeah. no need, no need. Um, and uh, I, yeah, I, I made it through a couple of years there, and then I went for a junior year abroad uh, to Edinburgh. Oh, nice. Yes, and um, uh, and that that uh, I actually ended up getting in twelve step programs at the end of my sophomore year. Um, uh, to get help for the bulimia, and um, which I love, and Los Angeles is the capital of twelve-step programs worldwide. Uh, it's my favorite. It's my favorite, and uh, I know I'm supposed to be anonymous about it, but um, you guys, because there's all this—I don't know—I feel like that's the most cult-like thing of of all the twelve-step thing is like you can't say you're in it because what if? I don't know. People say Maria Bamford's in Clutterers Anonymous, but I saw her driving around in a car full of lizards. <laughs> and it's clear she's still in the disease. <laughs> she's still doing it. Yeah. And it's like, well, anyway. So I, I've found a lot of help from from those. Even though uh, I am not, I don't. I, I'm an atheist, but it's free, and they can't stop you from going. That's the other rule of twelve step. They cannot kick you out. Yeah. Oh, my favorite. <laughs> 
even if you're drunk and high and like sitting there with a big birthday cake in your lap, no, but you got to You get to go. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so good. <laughs> My favorite. I it it uh, comforts me that people are saying exactly what's going on in their lives mm-hmm. rather than. Um, yeah, I've gone to, I've gone, to, I'm, I'm in all, I've tried all the groups, but uh, my, my main one that I really enjoy is the money-related one, Debtors mm-hmm. Anonymous. Oh, love it so much. Because um, there's one place where people- How t- many different ones do you go to? I mean, I, I know I, I'm not supposed I to have, ask. No, but oh, I mean, oh God. Yeah. No, I've, uh, I have uh, gone to SLAA, Sex and Love Addicts Anonymous, because I had this practice of having one-night stands on the road that became mm-hmm. uh, problematic. Um not for them. No, probably. It turns out. Uh, it turns out on the road, I was a bit of a predator. I would. I, I didn't realize this. Like you know, like that's one thing. You, when you go for help, it's like, oh, like someone will go, yeah, you were like my pattern was to kind of like say I'm single on stage, and then like anybody, anybody interested, <laughs> you know. I mean, I. Yeah, I don't know if that was subconscious, but it definitely became clear that uh, that was what I was doing, and. Um, yeah, and then I've got an Al-Anon, mm-hmm. and, and Al-Anon is for friends and family of people with uh, alcoholism, and uh, there's lots of drug and alcoholism in my family, and also I find it really helps for me to t- detach from show business. Yeah. Like, because show business is like a drunk, you know, showing up, I love you. Yeah, yeah. Why can't you do it for me this once, please? Mm-hmm. And then, who are you? Mm-hmm. Get up, you know, like, just so... Uh, it's so hot and cold, um, mm-hmm. and it's not. It isn't personal. So um, that that's helped me to kind of, um, yeah, remain more of an evil, even keel. But also, it's extremely structured. The communication in twelve step groups, where it's like everyone gets three minutes, and there's a timer that goes off. Ugh, yeah. just like an open mic. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I'll close it. I'm going to yeah, wrap yeah. it up in thirty seconds. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, at, at what point do you start to think like I'm going to be funny for a living? Uh, I I liked the experience of getting laughs. I did get laughs when I did uh, speeches when I was a kid. Like I think starting in like third or fourth grade, and I think I uh, I played the violin at the age of three, mm-hmm. and my mom said I played from three to probably twenty two. My mom said. Uh, but as soon as I got on stage when I was three, like, I just lit up. Like, I, I was a very shy kid. And um, and I think that's the feeling I've always had, you know, just, like, feeling like, ah, oh, this yeah. feels great. Right, right. <laughs> and I didn't so much like playing the the violin, uh, but I, I like being on stage. So I think, yeah, I like making people laugh. And, uh, yeah, I thought that was something that I was better at that – than other things, yeah. but stand-up wasn't a possibility. It didn't come to mind until uh, I was in college and somebody there was an open mic night, and I, I did it. Uh, it did what I thought was stand-up comedy. I mean, that's I think the important thing is just whatever you do, just call it stand-up comedy. You know? uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> did you <laughs> prepare? Did you out. prepare uh, a long time for it? I mean, yes, I yeah. prepared, and and that's a difficult for, thing for me as I get older is. I don't want to prepare anymore. Yeah. I just want to show up and, too, and yeah. just coast. And it's like, no, dude. Like, that's the worst thing when somebody goes up. I mean, I don't care how famous you are and go, hey, well, 
we going to talk about tonight? Mm. Fuck what you. Else? Like, <laughs> what else? What else? What like, else? No, rehearse it. Yeah. Say, you know, have something planned. So I, I, that has been my real struggles trying to get myself to do the work that I said I enjoy doing. Yeah. And uh, some of the ways I've helped myself do that is I get a witness uh, where I'll I'll meet a fan for coffee and ga- go through my material for them for an hour. Oh, wow. Off Twitter. And um, <laughs> I'll buy them coffee what and a, a meal. Fun, what a fun, like, surprise. Like so That's like a winning a sweepstakes. It's perfect because... Twitter, then it's like it's it's a surprise for them. It's a surprise for me for sure. I don't know who it is. And then I get to say what time it is and where. Yeah. So I say the zip code and what time and then just meet them. And it's, uh, yeah, it's it's lovely. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, and so much so much of what you talk about is is like asserting control over things. You know, <laughs> yeah. it really is. It really is. And it's like my husband it, would appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. And that. it's and it's. And it, well, and it is like, you know, you're talking about something that I have that, that I in doing this podcast with with funny people or with performers uh, is such a common thing. And I, and it's something I feel myself. I'm shy, but I, you know, get on stage and make an ass of myself, yeah. you know, and, and I think there is that there's that notion of that, like being looked at, being listened to is uncomfortable. But if you can. Get on stage in a room where the, all the lights are pointing at you and the deal is everyone shuts up and listens yes. to you, that you're in control of this thing that is like daunting, that is kind of terrifying, you know? Yeah, but it feels – it does – it can feel so good. I mean, I've had shows where I've bombed, obviously, and yeah. I try – Oh, obviously. Oh, come on. <laughs> We've all read about it. <laughs> On the Twitter, uh, no, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I've definitely had experiences either where I haven't shown up as a. I had. Oh, this is heartbreaking. But two years ago, I think I kind of um, phoned it in at a show. I kind of like went. I didn't rehearse, and I kind of went back and forth in between uh, uh, two different sets. And anyways, and I, I didn't use notes on stage, but it was like, anyways, and some some fans complained, and I was like. Oh yeah! Come on, Bamford! Yeah, come on! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on! Yeah. <laughs> like, um, and some of my some of my friends were like, you know, I saw <laughs> people always use musical references. I saw the Stones, and you know, in nineteen whatever seventy six, and they just hummed most of their classics. <laughs> You're in process, man. Don't be so hard on yourself. Yeah, but, yeah. But I think yeah, people have paid to see something, and so I'd like to 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 do the best job. I can. Yeah. Uh, when do you start to think you can do it for a living? I had this friend of mine who was a recovering um, person. He who's kind of a tough old Irish guy who grew up in the Bronx, and he was, and he was a fellow comic, and um, he said, uh, "Why don't you read the artist's way? You should read the artist's way." And I did the whole book. Like, I got it from the library, and I did the whole book. And it seriously, like, changed my whole perspective. Like, I was like, I I just started saying I am a comedian. And there is something very powerful to that. And um, that's, I think, when I believed it within myself, even if it was just a a vision, uh, that's what I – 
Yeah, and I, I'm not so much into the secret. I think there are greater socioeconomic forces at work. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Besides uh, my brain. Um, <laughs> I'm living in a Mercedes cloud um, <laughs> filled with Snickers bars um, on the moon. And I have a home in Berlin. Um <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I think there is something, uh, when I started saying it to myself, that that's, that's what I did, then, then it uh, became more possible. Yeah. So, but nobody, yeah, nobody told me. <laughs> nobody said, oh, God, you got to get into this, kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, there was no, that's a really hard time. I can't watch the show, um, uh, The Marvelous Miss Maisel, because I just go, there's never a sidekick alongside you, like telling you how great you are yep, and traveling yep, yep. with you all the time. Like, I, no. Right, right, <laughs> <No>. right. <laughs> right, exactly. Oh, um, though, um, I wish that for everyone. Yeah. I, maybe it is happening, and I, I just don't know about it. Yeah, yeah. How long have you been married? Uh, since, okay. I think it's been five years, and then yeah. we've been together six years. And I had never had a relationship that lasted over a year. His record was three years, and so six years. Yeah, yeah. We're uh, we're very proud. Very proud. Did you did you think it like did you think that was not going to happen for you? Yeah, I just kind of thought, um, you know, being in the psych ward was the reason I felt more hope about getting married because I saw people in the psych ward who had their spouses come visit them, and I'm like. That guy's making bird calls? <laughs> and his wife's? Yeah. Like. And she's nice. She's yeah. super nice. Like, what am I? Wh- why am I so highfalutin? Not only about my standards for myself, for the standards for a partner. Like, mm-hmm. no, I just want to be, I just want to be with somebody who's down for the count. Like, yeah, just, yeah. are you down to work it out no matter what? Um, you know, and, and. And also, um, if I wake up someday and I'm surprised by my spouse, like, I'm like, what? You know, you've, I don't know, been been somehow, uh, I've been betrayed or something. It's like, well, that's exciting. (laughs) You know, that's what (laughs) life's all about is like, wow, I did not know you at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So. um, Well, also, too, when you find, you know, when you find a person who is, like you say, down for it, like yes. re- like in it and ready and ready for the work and, you know, and, and open to that. It's, yeah, that's sort of the deal. That's like, that's the point of it, you know? Yeah, and you hope, I mean, my, and my husband, I think, had felt this too. He had had a very similar experience of like people going, um, I think his Achilles heel was something different than mine, but uh, I'd had people reject, you know, say, hey, I, I can't deal with any sort of mental health issue at really bothers me. I had somebody break up with me because of that or specific. Yeah. They said that was one of the specific reasons. I was like, right on. Um, yeah. So, um, well, you knew what you were getting into. I mean, yeah. come on. Yeah. It wasn't like it's all on a YouTube. Bait and switch. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but uh, there's, you know, someone telling you that and then there's the reality of that, you know, of going, oh, so it means <laughs> you, you, cry, you weep uncontrollably sometimes and, uh, into a cracked mirror. Why does the mirror have to be cracked? <laughs> um, and, uh, so he, he had his own experience. And I was totally okay with what he was worried about. And uh, he was, when I told him about my experience, he was like, oh, yeah, my mom uh, used to go to the psych ward. Uh, I know they don't let you have sharp stuff, so um, I'll come in. If you grow a beard, I'll come in and I'll sh- shave your beard. And I'm like, 
Yeah, that that is the most romantic thing I've oh ever my heard in my whole freaking oh life. You know, if somebody shaved your beard, because that is really what happens in the psych ward. Is like there's not there's no reflective surfaces in a psych ward. So all of a sudden, yeah, you got a little mustikes. <laughs> You don't know. You don't know. And you're not feeling good. Right, sure. <laughs> you're crouched in a corner because sure, sure, there's sure. energy in your legs. <laughs> Does anybody know what I'm talking about, guys? <laughs> uh, well, is there um, – I mean, you talked a little bit about – I mean, is there something – this is sort of the part about, you know, the, the second question of where are you going. Is there something that you really – like that you're – itching to do that you haven't done? Do you have some sort of like, are you the kind of person that has a plan that you're like, I need to, I mean, you had a show, yeah, you know, yes, that yes. it was so fucking That's funny happy. and unique. Oh, Love that you. show. So good. Oh. And, um, and I mean, do you, is there, do, do, do you want to do another thing like that? Or is there just... I'd like to do something if I was more of like a, an ongoing guest star and if there was some improvised Part of it, I'd yeah, love yeah. to do that, and in a character. Yeah. Oh my God! Yeah, Can yeah. I please just be uh, a do character? You, do you get a lot of chances to audition for you know um, character roles? I, I actually I don't audition anymore because I can't I can't bear it. Yeah, um, yeah. I did it for ten years. Yeah, I got one audition. I booked one thing, and the one thing I booked was because I was in a bad mood, and they thought that was hilarious. Wow! And then I was like, if that's the whole way I'm gonna, you know, through these weird magical circumstances of me being an asshole for two, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, uh, so I, I, I don't audition. So I, I, this is all, um, yeah, it's just vision board stuff at this point. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> my my husband, my favorite new things that he does, and uh, um, is that he reads directly off my vision board stuff that I, you know, like, babe, um, you know, th- these may seem like the little things, but in time, we'll look back and realize they were the big things. Where did you get that? He's just reading straight off the board. You just get, is he is he trolling you when he does no, that? No, 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 no. He's, like, he's trying to see the right thing. Oh, I see. Uh, he's trying. You know, I know you're worried oh, about. Oh, yeah, that's just know, darling. Bless his heart. I know you're worried about the show, but you just get so good that they can't ignore you anymore. Where'd you read that? <laughs> then he just shouts out, you know, images, a uh, table of multicultural people <laughs> eating spaghetti. House by a lake. House by a lake. House by a lake. <laughs> <laughs> Rickshaw. <laughs> oh, you know, I may never get to India, but what is the feeling I want to have in a rickshaw? <laughs> It's a feeling, feeling of being cared for mm. by someone who's struggling and in pain. Yeah, that's right. That's uh, yeah. Just someone could, that <laughs> someone that is taking me somewhere and it's uncomfortable for them. <laughs> Can I get a piggyback ride? <laughs> um, uh, yeah, no. So, uh, I, I, but uh, yeah, we we're both not very good at uh, relationships. So we went all in. You know, we went to a. We went to a therapist three months in uh, uh-huh. to, to to try to learn how to uh, handle conflict. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not very good at at um, it, yeah. I just wasn't very good at it. Uh, yeah, yeah. And uh, especially intimate conflict where things can get really emotional. Uh, like he he grew up in a situation where he has a bit. Uh, well, well, I don't know. I, I won't even say anything about Charlotte. 
he gets irritated that I leave the keys to the front door in the front door. We live in Los Angeles. There's a man who live on, lives on our front lawn. Fair enough. All right. But I can't seem to remember to get the keys out of the front door. I There's a sign. There's now a sign, a laminated sign that says, Maria, please remember the keys. Uh, wow. That would that would make me fucking crazy. <laughs> no, I know. I know. It would make me I, crazy. Oh, I know. I know. I'm so sorry even to bring it up. That's all right. Okay. I didn't I mean, mean I'm not married anything. to you, so, yeah, no, you know, know. whatever. <laughs> trigger, trigger. <laughs> um, yeah, so he f- felt bananas with that. So it's like, uh, and then some things that he's done, like feeling I felt really uh, triggered about as well. So, like, how do we um, help each other work as a team? Like, okay, Maria, um, yeah, we, we did make the laminated signs. I'm, I'm getting better at it. Mm-hmm. I am getting better. I, I always thought, hey, why don't we just ask the guy who lives on our front lawn to remind me? Am I right? <laughs> He's probably just gotten out of prison. It's hard to get a job. Sure. Uh, if you're a felon. And... Um, <laughs> How many felons are here tonight? Okay. Um, So it's that kind of stuff that brings up intense emotion. Mm -hmm. And my first thing is just to, or has always been in relationships, just cut and run. Just go, oh, you're pissed at me. Uh, Doesn't seem like this is going to work out. Right, right. It's been... It's been a good run. Fuck me. No, fuck you. Yeah, 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 no, exactly. Yeah. So, um, but I think it is, uh, we don't know what we're doing. Yeah. uh, uh, Not many people do. Yeah. I don't, it doesn't seem like it. And I think uh, we just, uh, uh, I'm I'm hoping, hoping for the best and, uh, yeah, we have a good uh, couple therapist and, and it is, it it is nice to find, um, I've just never had friends who have been married either. So to have had to find friends who you can who who, who know what it's like to be married because mm-hmm. I, I don't think I know what it's like. So and I'll have my parents who have been married for 50 years. Yeah. My mom's just like, well, I just, you know, I mean, I just love your father. And then what I do is I take care of him. What? <laughs> um my, Boy, yeah. that sounds rewarding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sounds, well, <laughs> sounds like you have a pet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I take care of him. I don't know. And I, I, I have tried to learn to be more caring. Uh, like, he got he got very sick when we were first dating. And so he he remembers this. I brought over just a can of soup. I just brought over a can of soup, and I put it on his bedside table. And he was like, <laughs> what? It's like... It's you, a full can. Yeah. Enjoy you, it. Yep. You can snuggle it. <laughs> Microwave's over there. <laughs> You'll feel better if you get up and let make me your just, soup. Let me just get you a Bic lighter. You can hold it under there. <laughs> yeah, I'm not super maternal. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, whoops. Sorry. Well, I mean, it seems to be, you know, working. <laughs> yes. No, it, it it is. We have a good time. And yeah. he's, um, he's a painter, and I, I do love his paintings, and he uh, is uh, – but he started doing stand-up a few years ago. Oh, my goodness. Because he had a fear of public speaking, and I was like, oh, my God, do stand-up. Nobody's watching. Nobody cares. And he's good. He's very good. He's very funny and oh, that's great. ridiculous. So we've been having a good time. Like, he, it has helped me remember uh, – how fun it how fun it yeah, is yeah. to go to open mics and stuff and have a good have a good time. So you know what I I love about what just happened is that you know the second question thing about you know like where are you going? Usually people and I mean and I kind of think I end up talking about it because you know this is supposed to sort of be about a 
you know, kind of a more sort of personal conversation, but a lot of times it's about work things. And you're one of the first people that just talked about a relation, like, where are you going? Like, what's your aspirations and where's your future? You're one of the, I don't know that anybody else has just said like, well, here's what's going on with my marriage. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, so that's really a lovely thing, you know? Oh, yeah. Well, and he's really helped me create more meaning, I think, in my work because it has been so lonely kind of by myself. And um, so, uh, yeah, he was a part of the show. He did parts of the um, the sitcom that I did uh, on Netflix, Lady Dynamite, and he did. Um, we made a comic book together. Oh, oh I should have brought it. Uh, um, it's the story of our love, as told by our two dogs. And yeah. um, so, yeah, there is that shared meaning yeah. that I really, I've never had. I've never just never had that, uh, and so that's pretty. It is, does seem exciting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, what's the point of Maria Bamford? Oh, God. I mean, what do you, uh, you know, whether it's advice or whether it's kind of like somebody, you know, to like, if you were to kind of tell people like what, what you know, what you've learned, what, what. Uh, uh, I'm here to help. Mm-hmm. Uh, I could screw things up further for mm-hmm. you. But I'd like to. I'd like to help out. Uh, if I'm, if you ever see me, um, I'll clean out your purse. I'll, you know, <laughs> I mean, I might take a little bit of the money, but you know. So, so, so I guess, uh, yeah, I, I would like to be useful. Uh, but then, uh, and I think everybody wants to to feel that way, to feel like you're needed. Yeah. In in the world, and uh, so. Um, I want audiences to know that I desperately need audiences. Oh, my God. They are the context that makes what I do not seem bizarre. Yeah. I, I might still do it. I might still do stand-up alone, but uh-huh. <laughs> I am grateful for audiences. Uh, uh, yeah, beyond. Well, it is. Yeah, it's it's about uh, <laughs> my, uh, my great aunt. I had a, a spinster great aunt. Who would um, she would and it was her it was her signature uh, kind of thing when uh, she would give you like a like a card or something <laughs> like like one time uh, like she'd buy us like me and my brother would get us Christmas presents and one of them she got like just like you know, like from the back of the Lillian Vernon catalog or something like a, but like 20 pens with like, you know, a custom message printed on like pens that lasted four minutes, you know, they ran out ink, (laughs) but like she, she, there was one that said that she got us one year. And I wish I still had one that said, uh, Jesus loves you. And so do I aunt Viola. (laughs) And, uh, and she, she used to sign things, uh, like like you know like a car, like a Christmas card or something, and she would sign others with an exclamation point. Others. Like others, like think about others, like oh. be you know, be sort of like you know, yeah. centered on 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 others. Yes, yes. And it's kind of like you know, like yeah, that's dangerous. Yeah. Like you know, like being super centered on others is, but it's also kind of like. 
that notion is sort of like the root of all beauty in life. Yeah, yeah. Is 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 the connections that you make with other people. And that's like, you know, so to hear you say about, you know, to hear such lovely things about your marriage and how and and how it, it's just it's it's really a, a a lovely thing and I think, you know, you know, you just have such a unique voice and uh-huh. and I, you know, <laughs> oh, I wish you all could see the face she's making. <laughs> well, um, no, I well, I appreciate being uh, on the program because it, it it does make me feel needed. Oh, and um, but yeah, I think uh, I mean I, I'm not a perfect person at all. I have been irritable. Uh, on the phone with customer service people, and yeah, uh, yeah. I'm not the uh, uh, not the the best, um, but uh, just try, try, yeah, just uh, wanna strive, uh, strive yeah. to be pleasant. You try real hard. I try, and I'm that's trying. really, you know, that's that's beautiful. Yeah, yeah, it really is. Yeah, and yeah. I and so, yeah, so. Uh, I do, and I do love the uh, comedy community. Anyways, I could just go on and on. I'm sorry. I, I've, 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 I'm going down a hole. <laughs> Am I in a hole? No, you're not. You're on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's about it. Thank we're you. about. We're about. Thank you so much for thank coming out. This so is really a, a lovely conversation. Oh, thank you. Thank and I'm. I'm always been such a fan of yours, and uh, and I'm so happy that you came in to do it. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And I love Daisy. She's oh, a beautiful yes. addition. My big old dogs wandering around. <clears throat> oh, and I. I. I want to do. I do want to plug something for you. Oh, please. Maria's new stand-up special, Weaknesses the brand will be available January 28th on Amazon Prime t- Video, Apple TV, Google Play, and Vimeo. Anywhere else? Oh. Uh, uh, yeah, I, on JetBlue <laughs> flights. <laughs> and her interview series, What's Your Ailment, is streaming now on Topic. Mm-hmm. Maria Bamford, thank you so much. Thank you so much, Andy, for you having me on the show. a wonderful, lovely person. And for the team of people who are here, let's recognize your greatness. It oh, is. Thank you. Thank you. So, it's, it's important for me to have at least three people around at all times. <laughs> wow. To sit and nod. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and they're clothed in the 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 cloak of youth. Yes. Yeah. Yes, precisely. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you all for listening, and we will uh, be back soon with more of the three questions. Bye bye. Big big love for you. The three questions with Andy Richter is a Team Coco and Earwolf production. It's produced by me, Kevin Bartelt. Executive produced by Adam Sachs and Jeff Ross at Team Coco, and Chris Bannon and Colin Anderson at Earwolf. Our supervising producer is Aaron Blair, associate produced by Jen Samples and Golit Sahayek, and engineered by Will Beckton. And if you haven't already, make sure to rate and review The Three Questions with Andy Richter on Apple Podcasts. This has been a Team Coco production in association with Earwolf. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com.